Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Communication skills, second edition, Viva Career Skills Library. Chapter 4 or Part 4. Is anybody listening? Jeff was a brilliant student. He graduated from college with a 3.8 GPA and a degree in engineering. After graduation, he received job offers from a variety of prestigious companies. He decided to work for a well-known manufacturing firm in the Midwest. Jeff was immediately assigned to one of the teams that developed new products. The team was made up of engineers and designers as well as people from manufacturing, sales, and marketing. Jeff would have a unique opportunity to work in one of the most diverse areas of the company, and he would learn product development from the firm's most experienced team. Unfortunately, Jeff was not much of a team player. In college, he liked working on his own and taking all the credit for whatever he accomplished. Jeff soon found out that this doesn't work on teams. At meetings, he was expected to cooperate with his uh, uh, co-workers and listen to what they had to say. Jeff found this difficult. I think we may need to consider some changes in the design of this product, said one of the manufacturing supervisors at a recent team meeting. I'm not sure. What do you mean? Jeff interrupted. I think this design will work just fine. The other members of the team were stunned. How could a young engineer with almost no experience be so arrogant? There he goes again. One of the salespeople uh, whispered he's never going to last at this company. He just won't listen to anyone. The role of teamwork in an organization. Today, teams do much of the work inside organizations. Teams may operate inside a single area of a company such as sales or finance. They may also comprise several different areas or functions. People who run organizations realize that to create and sell a new product, they need input from employees with many types of expertise. In the past, these individuals might have worked on their own in different parts of the company. Now they are all brought together on teams. These cross-functional teams, as they are called, may not only conceptualize a new product, they may figure out how to manufacture it and how to market it to customers as well. Cross-functional teams can develop products quicker and uh, deep and cheaper, quicker and cheaper than the more segmented offices of the past could. Surf the whip, uh, working in teams, critical issue, building a committed team, uh, www.ncrel.org slash sdrs slash areas slash issues slash educators slash leadership slash le200.htm. Manual for Working in Teams, www.analytictech.com. Surviving the Group Project, a note on working in teams. 
team building www.meetingwizard.org slash meetings slash team building tips for working successfully in a group anyway uh, the five rules for effective listening uh, for a team to work smoothly it's important Its members must be able to communicate effectively. They must speak clearly and concisely so everyone understands what they are saying. They must also be willing to listen and learn from each other. This is the point of meetings. If workers are not cooperating as a team, nothing can be accomplished. Here are five things to avoid when meeting as a team. One, don't interrupt. Two, don't jump to conclusions. Three, don't judge the messenger. Four, don't be self-centered. Five, don't tune out. Don't interrupt. How many times has someone interrupted what you're trying to say? Perhaps it was one of your uh, parents, a friend, or even a co-worker. Chances are you felt pretty irritated. Some people don't mean to be rude. They just can't seem to control themselves. They are so eager to express their opinion that they simply can't wait for the speaker to finish. Unfortunately, teams don't operate well when others interrupt. Everyone deserves an equal chance to uh, to be heard. If an employee is cut off in mid-sentence, is interrupted while presenting an important idea, he or she is likely to feel unappreciated. The worker may even begin to feel resentful. Teams can't function efficiently if resentment has built up among different members. Imagine trying to run a basketball team on which the players don't get along with each other. The spirit of teamwork disappears and the team might even have less desire to win. Teams can't function efficiently if resentment if resentment has built up among different members. Remember this. Uh, interrupting might also, might also prevent an employee from saying something vital to the future of the team and the success of, this, of its project. In the best teams, every team member has a chance to contribute. Nostuso. Nostuso. N-O-S-T-U-E-S-O. Nostuso. City Year, a Boston-based nationwide nonprofit service organization, has an interesting policy for its meetings. Most use a ground rule called "nos to sue" to keep wordy employees from monopolizing, to keep wordy employees from monopolizing discussions, and to ensure that all voices are heard. NOSTUSU is an acronym that stands for No One Speaks Twice Until Everybody Speaks Once. N-O-S-T-U-E-S-O No One Speaks Twice Until Everybody Speaks Once. Source www.incinc.com Don't Jump to Conclusions Allison worked at Fairway Cleaners for a few hours each uh, week after uh, school and on Saturdays. When customers came in, she took their cleaning and wrote up a ticket describing the customer's requested service. The ticket had to include every item that belonged to the customer and indicate the exact day when the customer wanted to have his or her cleaning ready to pick up. Accuracy was important. 
Remember the strong listening skills are especially important in surface industry careers. Anyway, one day while Allison was working, Mrs. Carlson entered the store. Mrs. Carlson was one of uh, Fairway's most loyal customers. She usually left her cleaning on Saturday and wanted it a week later. Good morning, Mrs. Carlson, Allison said with a smile. That's a big load of cleaning this week. We just got back from summer vacation, Mrs. Carlson said. Our family goes through a lot of clothing. My husband has a business trip next Thursday, so I'll be in on Wednesday to pick all this up. She put the pans in one pile, shirts in another, and sweaters in a third. I think there are five pairs of pans, Mrs. Carlson began. But Allison was already moving ahead of her. She was counting the items of the clothes herself and putting all the necessary information on Mrs. Carlson's ticket. Allison indicated that the cleaning would be ready in a week, the way Mrs. Carlson usually wanted it. Have a nice weekend, Allison said as she handed over the ticket. Thanks, Allison, Mrs. Carlson said. I'll see you in a few days. That's funny, Allison thought. I'll be a whole week before I see her again. Late Wednesday afternoon, Allison came into the cleaners after her last class. Mrs. Carlson was there talking to Allison's boss. There has been a terrible mistake, her boss said angrily. Mrs. Carlson specifically told you that this cleaning was supposed to be ready on Wednesday. Now she stopped in on her way home from work and it isn't here. Her husband's leaving on a business trip tomorrow and he needs these clothes. Allison didn't know that what to say. Allison didn't know what to say. I, I, I just assumed, uh, Mrs. Carlson's, that you always want your cleaning on Saturday. Allison's boss was very upset. Customers have varying needs, Allison. You, you'd better start listening if you want to keep working here. Since we can process information much faster than someone speaks, it's easy to stop paying attention to the speaker and begin thinking about something else. That's exactly what happened to Allison. She assumed she knew what Mrs. Carlson wanted and jumped to the wrong conclusion. Fact. The average speaker talks at about 160 words per minute, but we can absorb information at three times that rate. However, according to one study, we listen with only 25% efficiency. This accounts for many of the misunderstandings, misunderstandings that occur on the job. Whenever you receive instructions on a job, it's important to listen carefully don't assume you know what the speaker is going to say. If a customer is asking you to do something, listen to everything he or she has to say. If your boss is speaking, listen carefully and don't jump to the wrong conclusion. Good listening skills will make you a better employee. Don't judge the messenger. Sometimes we let our opinions of a speaker prevent us from listening carefully to what is being said. One manager from the Northeast explained that she was used to dealing with people who speak quickly and that she likes to talk pretty fast herself. She admitted 
that whenever she has to listen to someone who talks slowly, she begins to get impatient and even stops listening. Why can't they just get to the point, she said. Whether we like to admit it or not, each of us has certain biases which may get in the way of effective listening. Some common biases are triggered by the following questions. How does the speaker sound? If a person has an unfamiliar accent, you may find yourself judging what he or she is going to say without really listening. Perhaps this individual comes from a different region of the country or a different part of the world. Perhaps he or she speaks more quickly or more slowly than you. None of these reasons excuse jumping to conclusions and dismissing what the speaker may say before first giving him or her a fair chance. What does a speaker look like? The first thing you notice about people is their appearance. What kind of clothes do they have? How much jewelry do they wear? It's easy to let someone's appearance, especially someone who looks different from you, stand in the way of effective communication. In his book, Are You Communicating? You can't manage without it. Donald Walton points out that judging people based on appearance is one of the emotional obstacles that can prevent you from giving rational consideration to what someone is saying. For example, suppose the supermarket where you work where you work hires a new cashier who is assigned the checkout counter next to you or next to yours. He's done this kind of work before and offers you some suggestions that might make your job easier. But you think he looks odd, so you don't listen. Walton urges that people concentrate on what the speaker is saying rather than what he is saying. Walton urges that people concentrate on what the speaker is saying rather than who is saying it. Ask, is it true? Does it sound right to me? Is it contrary to or in line with the facts that I've previously heard? Walton says that these are the questions you should consider instead of focusing on appearances. How old is the speaker? Age can be an enormous barrier to effective communication. If a person has gray hair, you may assume that he or she can't relate to you. Likewise, some adults feel that a teenager is too young or inexperienced to teach them anything. This is another example of an emotional generalization that can prevent effective listening. Instead, individuals and their messages should be evaluated on their own merits. Put yourself in the speaker's place. Corey works as an assistant at a large veterinary hospital. Clients bring in their pets not only for routine visits but for serious illnesses and major operations. Corey assists the veterinarian with <coughs> with many kinds. Corey assists the veterinarian with many kinds of services to the animals. It's important to understand why the animal is there and what the owner is, is feeling, Corey explains. If the client is worried, I pick up on that. I listen to what they say and watch their body language, and I try to make small talk to help them feel better. <coughs> Sometimes a client 
will call the hospital after a pet has undergone surgery to find out how the animal is doing. If the doctor is busy, Corey explains, I may take the call and talk to the customers. I know they are worried and I try to understand that. I give them all the information I can. I tell them how their animal is feeling, whether the anesthesia has worn off, anything that will reassure owners that their pet is all right. Good listeners have the ability to empathize with the speaker. They try to read the speaker's body language. Perhaps the speaker has a pained expression or looks tense. Any of these clues may indicate that he or she is nervous. A halting style of speech or emotional tone of voice may also indicate that the individual is upset. Listeners can then use what management consultant Ron Mace calls openers and encouragers to enable the speaker to communicate more easily. Listeners can then use what management consultant consultant Ron Mace call calls openers and encouragers to enable the speaker to communicate more easily. The listener might say, it looks to me that there is something you'd like to talk about, or is something bothering you? These openers may get the speaker started. Listeners can also communicate their interest in what the speaker is saying by nodding their heads, making eye contact with the speaker, or using phrases such as, that's interesting. These signals encourage the speaker to keep talking. Fact, how do we communicate a message? Only 7% of our message comes through the words we use. 38% comes through our tone of voice. And 55% comes through our body language. So you have 7% through words, 38 through tone of voice, 55% through body language. Don't tune out. Find something of interest. In a school, we are required to sit through many hours of classes. On the job, we still, we will, uh, on the job, we will be required to sit through many meetings and training sessions. If we allow ourselves to get bored and start daydreaming, chances are we won't listen very carefully to what's being said. How do you beat boredom? One way is to look for something of value in what the speaker is saying, something that can benefit you. For example, suppose you've just gone to work at a new company and you're sitting through a two-day orientation program. At this orientation, speakers from various departments talk about their operations and how they contribute to the company's success. These programs can be long and tedious if you approach them that way. Or they can give you a chance to find out where you might eventually like to work in the organization. Perhaps one department sounds particularly interesting with uh, plenty of opportunity for growth. This might be the place for you to set your sights. To stay focused during a long presentation, it also helps to take notes. You don't have to worry about all the details. Just listen for the main ideas and write them down. This will help you to concentrate and avoid becoming distracted. Some presentations are followed by question and answer sessions. It's often a good idea to formulate questions while, while you, uh, formulate while you uh, are listening to the speaker. This is another way to concentrate on what he or she is saying. 
Avoid boredom and focus your attention on the main ideas. Good questions will provide you with additional information. Asking questions also gives you a way to stand out from most of your peers and show your superiors that you are listening carefully to what they are uh, saying. Exercise. Are you a good listener? If you can identify with these statements, you have effective listening skills. I usually allow a speaker to finish talking without interrupting. I don't jump to conclusions when someone is talking, but listen carefully. I don't evaluate a speaker by the way he or she looks or sounds. I listen to the message. I try to put myself in the speaker's shoes and treat him or her the way I would want to be treated. I concentrate on the speaker and don't let distractions get in the way. If I disagree with someone, I hold my comments until he or she stops talking. When I'm listening, I listen to the speaker's tone of voice and take note of his or her body language. When someone speaks, I usually try to look for something valuable in what is said. This is, these are very important questions, or sorry, statements. If this is what you are, that is what effective listening. In summary, group meetings and teamwork are essential parts of the working world today. The most effective teams allow every member to contribute during meetings. Listening to everyone's ideas and opinions is critical. There are five rules to effective listening. One, don't interrupt. Two, don't jump to conclusions. Three, don't judge the messenger. Four, don't be selfish. Five, don't tune out. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of part uh, four.